the reality is when you have a, a storm like this, uh, the worst of times can bring out the best in humanity, right? And uh, this is the time when we've seen the body of Christ just absolutely shine. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. I'm your guest host today, Todd Lamphere, Vice President of Government Relations with CityServe. And I have uh, with me today, Tamron Foley. Now, I got to tell you, uh, she's the uh, the rock star that makes things happen here at CityServe. She's the special assistant to our CEO, Dave Donaldson. Dave and Scott, by the way, are out on assignment doing what they do best, making dreams come true, loving on people and servicing the church. So Tamron, it's good to have you with us today. So good to be here, Todd. Thanks for having me. Today, Tamron, we're going to do a very special uh, podcast and an update on Hurricane Ian. And uh, we're going to be sharing about uh, the devastation that you and I both witnessed this past week as we were boots on the ground in uh, in Naples and Cable Coral and in Fort Myers and uh, a little um, uh, Gasparilla Island. Just every place we went was just absolutely hit with destruction. You know, just absolutely. to recap this for us, uh, uh, Hurricane Ian was was a hurricane um, really unlike uh, any other that we've seen. Uh, its size was um, just tremendous. I mean, it, it literally it covered the whole state. Um, but what made this unique was you really didn't know where uh, it was going to land up until the last minute. You know, right. the day before it hit uh, landfall, uh, everyone thought it was going to hit the Tampa area. But it right. turned on a dime and ended up uh, coming on land in the Fort Myers Beach area, uh, right. uh, Naples, uh, Sanibel Island, uh, Bonita, uh, that whole area. And so there wasn't a ton of uh, time for people even to evacuate, some with less than 10 hours to evacuate. And uh, the destruction that we saw was a twofold destruction. Now, normally in a hurricane, and of course, you and I, Tamron, are from Florida, so we're accustomed to hurricanes. We know what it's like. And, and generally, you're going to get a ton of wind and you're going to have wind damage, or you're going to get uh, water damage. Rarely do you get the 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 cap high cap four hurricane winds that uh, Fort Myers all the way down to, to Naples that that they received, but you also got the the water surge that the came. Storm surge, uh, that's right. Yeah, the storm surge was up to fifteen feet. And, and so that whole area in Southwest Florida really got the double whammy at this point. I mean, they, um, they got hit and they got hit hard. Now, uh, the White House sent me in uh, to Puerto Rico right after Maria hit. And uh, seeing the, the, the devastation uh, on that island, um, I, I didn't think I'd ever see it again like that, but I did in Southwest Florida, uh, to see the trees totally stripped, not only of their leaves, but of their bark as well. Yeah. Palm yeah. trees that aren't supposed to snap, snap like toothpicks. Yeah. 
palm trees that aren't supposed to be uprooted because of their deep root system uprooted as well. So we saw it all. And uh, Tamara, take a second and just share uh, from your perspective, some of the things that, uh, that we saw and uh, some of the stories that we encountered. Of course. So the, the one thing that was absolutely mind boggling to me was the widespread devastation. So if you drive, um, I'm very familiar with the Naples, Fort Myers area. I used to live there. And if you drive from Naples to Sarasota, that's a good one and a half hour drive. Just that. And, and you know, when you're going 70 miles an hour, so you can understand that we're talking about about a hundred mile stretch, 150 mile stretch that there is mass devastation the entire way. It's not like it, it was a small Charlie that was just a 35-mile um, diameter storm. This monster covered the entire state, like you said. So we saw uh, the storm surge damage, which was extensive in the Naples area, where homes that uh, homes had everything lost. They're, you know, they came, they, they're still cleaning out to this day two to three to four inches of mud out of these homes. The water came up, like you said, up to 15 feet of storm surge. Um, then we also saw in the Fort Myers area, the, the, the mind-blowing devastation wind, the, the damage there where, um, and the combination, like you mentioned, the, the combination of the wind and the storm surge, the boats on the marina were literally tossed around like what, like little toy cars. The dock, the floating dock that is there in the marina, which has about a four foot thick concrete base, that was broken up into pieces as if it was ripped to shreds like a piece of paper. The damage is unprecedented. It is absolutely mind blowing to see um, how devastating. And then when we go up just even a little further north, um, my goodness, the, the island of Sanibel Island is still completely out of power. They're still completely inaccessible. The bridge was destroyed. Um, and then when we go a little bit further north to some of the northern barrier islands, uh, specifically Little Gasparilla Island is where we visited. And 100% of the homes on that island, you cannot access the island by, by anything but boat, right? And they don't necessarily have the things like trash pickups and, and stuff like that, that we are all accustomed to because of their unique location. Being a barrier island, you can only get there by boat. It's, it's paradise under normal circumstances. But 100% of the homes on that island were, de were devastated in one, in one way, shape, or form. Some of the newer um, homes that have been built to, to new building standards, those are, are relatively unscathed, which is really good and encouraging, you know, talking about the building standards here in, in Florida. We're thankful for that. But the specifically this island, the majority of the folks that live on this island, their homes have been handed down for two or three generations. They live there and they've, they've been living there um, their whole lives. They, th this is their livelihood. Some of them, as a result of the taxes going up over the years, they rent out their homes to afford the taxes so that they can keep their homes and they live with neighbors while their homes are being rented out. And these are the types of folks that don't necessarily have insurance. They don't necessarily have the resources or the means to pick up the pieces. And some of those houses were absolutely devastated. We saw, Todd, if you recall, we saw... Um, houses that used to be three stories that that the top two tiers of that house had absolutely been blown off of 
off of their foundations. And not just one of those. We saw two, three, four of them at a time. One house that we saw was literally broken in two. Um, so that, that was just, just mind-blowing to see the damage. But when you think about the stories, Todd, the stories are what are what is so lovely. Uh, why don't you tell about the story of that widow, that precious widow that we met in Naples, and um, how this storm has affected her so much? Well, you, you know, Tamron, uh, you know you're, you've just you've really just laid out uh, really what did happen from from side to side, from top to bottom, and uh, the reality is uh, when you when you have a, a, a storm like this, uh, the worst of times can bring out the best in humanity, right? That's right. And, uh, this is the time when we've seen the body of Christ just absolutely shine. The body yeah. of Christ, God's church, just stepping up and, and doing what they're supposed to do to help the hurting, uh, to meet yeah. those in needs. And really, uh, it, is, uh, it is what CityServe is all about. But uh, on our trip there, we had a church, Grow Church there in Naples, uh, sent a crew to help a widow, uh, a 60-year-old widow. Her husband died uh, with Irma during Hurricane Irma. And then last year, her 26-year-old son died. So she's alone. She's not part of Grow Church. She's not part of uh, any ministry. But they simply heard that she needed help. She needed some the mucking out in honestly some things that you know. If you're not familiar with with hurricanes, in in water damage, if you don't get rid of the damage quickly, black mold sets in, and then the house just becomes un uninhabitable. Period. Even sometimes within hours, right? It's not like it's even one or two days. The smell yeah. of mold is there within you know several hours. Yeah, that's true, and. And so the reality is uh, this woman that we met uh, lost her husband in Irma five years ago, lost her son uh, last year. Uh, she evacuated. When she comes back, she had her husband's remains and her son's remains in two separate urns, um, and she lost them. And just you could just see the uh, the total defeat in her, her, her life and in her voice and and lost all of her clothes, said the clothes that she was wearing or clothes that she had been wearing for the last four or five days. You know, it, you just, you, you, your heart went out to her. Your heart went out to um, her situation. But to think that, you know, she had all of her pictures, her family heirlooms and pictures, uh, had, had them out drying uh, outside. But this church, Grow Church, and this is why CityServe uh, really uh, is about resourcing and coming alongside the local church because they are truly first responders in the community. They had uh, taken everything out of their house. They began the process of mucking out their house, doing mold remediation. And uh, that's one of just many, many, many stories where the church shines in times like this. And and we're grateful for the Grow Churches, the First Baptist Naples. We're grateful for the Destiny Churches and the collaboration of churches that are around there. Uh, we, we have made a decision at City, uh, CityServe to, to really focus in for our first event. And we're all across the state, by the way. We have five different warehouses from Orlando 
all the way down uh, to Bradenton, to Sarasota, to, uh, to uh, Naples, Fort Myers Beach, all that area where we're uh, resourcing every day. But one of the places that we decided, we, we hooked up with Terry Henshaw of 180 Disaster Relief, also runs CityServe Oklahoma, and Shane Zaccoli, uh, who is with Spokes uh, of Hope, and uh, uh, they immediately responded. Uh, Shane is there now. He is our, uh, he is the tip of the spear. He is the lead. Uh, uh, Tamron and I, and uh, another uh, partner in ministry, uh, William Lowry, uh, the founder and CEO of No Child Hungry, went on little Gasparilla Island, and you had one person on that island who uh, who has an infectious love for Jesus Christ, Rebecca Hagland. And she contacted City Servant and said, can you help my island? Can you help? She says, I don't want help. And she'd lost a, Tamara, she'd lost a, uh, a home. Uh, yeah. She said, but I don't want help. I want you to help my neighbors. So we went and we spent three hours on that island. And boy, just praying with people and seeing their, the hopelessness. Uh, we got Shane on there the, two days later. He did a walkthrough with her. And boy, starting Monday, I'm telling you, we are going to hit that, uh, hit that island with almost 40 volunteers. We are going to be doing tarping, uh, chainsawing. We're going to be mucking out homes. We're going to be making that uh, that island habitable again. But let me tell you, Tamron, really what we're we're giving more than the tarps, more than uh, the help physically. What we're providing them, and this is what you do when you when you give when you pray and when you serve is you give hope and hope more than anything is what they need isn't it tamron absolutely i think it's the the hope factor that is uh, something that is just so um, needed. We're very thankful for every disaster relief partner that brings in resources and brings in volunteers and brings in um, all of their manpower. And, you know, there's a lot of amazing organizations out there that do all of that. But the one thing that most of those organizations don't have is really the hope of Jesus Christ. And the local church really is the hero. You know, the, the local church has been in these neighborhoods since before the storm. They have already been part of these communities that have been hurt and destroyed. And, and now they are the, the local heroes. They are, the, they are one of the first locations that people look to to see where they can donate to. Um, they're some of the first organizations that are mobilizing boots on the ground immediately. So it really is a true honor and a privilege to be part of an organization like CityServe that resources and empowers and uplifts and builds capacity within the uh, local church uh, and so that the local church truly is the hero of this story the one thing that the one thought that comes to mind when i think about that hope factor you know um children are often the forgotten in the midst of these um storms and um we encountered while we were down there a a young eight-year-old girl her name is audrey and audrey um, just had a heart to serve her, her fellow boys and girls, her fellow friends who had lost everything. And uh, just by um, God lining up the pieces, uh, we were able to uh, serve that dream. And Audrey has been able to continue 
to bless boys and girls that have lost everything with wonderful things like blankets and snuggies that were all resourced and, and donated to CityServe by our friends at God's Pit Crew up in Virginia. You know, that's the power of partnership at its best. And I really believe that's the way God wants his children, uh, his family to work. They work in cooperation with each other, not in competition against yeah. each other. And uh, uh, that example of, of the, uh, the beautiful uh, buckets uh, for the children that came from God's pit crew to city serve to this local church, that is just a picture perfect way of the body of Christ working in tandem, working in sync with each other and not against each other. And so, uh, you know, we're, when we take a look at, at this thing called hope, uh, during a disaster, hope is just something that is priceless. Yeah. But hope without help is never uh, is is honestly it it doesn't it doesn't maximize its its use. It's one thing right. to say I'm with you. It's another thing to say uh, I'm with you and I'm going to uh to resource you i'm going to give you the food i'm going to give you all the things that you need and uh that's what city serve does best that's what the body of christ does best now uh, uh we start monday on little gasparilla island because one lady had uh had a vision for her neighbors and we believe that tarps that go on the roofs uh, of the folks, the residents of Little Gasparilla Island, um, those tarps are going to be used to bring people to Jesus. <laughs> we believe that. Absolutely. We, yeah. we believe that. We believe that every tree that is cut down off of the roofs uh, of those beautiful residents of the island are going to bring people to Jesus. So when it's all said and done, houses... Uh, can be restored. Uh, we've got uh, things can be fixed, but boy, if all of that happens without there being a deeper picture, a bigger picture, uh, a more in a more in tune picture of people coming to know Jesus through tragedy, then the tragedy is wasted. The disaster um, is wasted, and so. Uh, this is this is the beauty of, of what we get to do, Tamron. We love Red Cross. We love what they do. But all of these organizations that, that are there, whether it's a Mercy Chefs or uh, uh, a City Serve, it, it's not about the meal. It's not about the, the resources. As much as it's about using those resources, using those meals to let people know that God is absolutely crazy about them. You know, he is crazy about them. He absolutely is. Um, George Barna put out some statistics uh, a while back that most folks have um, locked in their worldview by age 18, right? And there's, there's really no changing that worldview um, from a statistical standpoint unless that person, said person, comes into a crisis mode. And when we are in crisis, our hearts and our minds and our lives are more open to this beautiful thing called the gospel, this beautiful thing called Jesus, because people are always looking for hope, right? I think you said it best, Todd. Hope with help brings, what is it? Healing, 
right? Hope with help brings healing. And it's that wholeness and that wholeness of healing, which includes Jesus. One thing that we pray over every single item that comes through our warehouse is Jesus, let every single item in this warehouse be attached to a testimony that leads somebody to you. And I, I believe that same to be true with these uh, these um, disaster relief efforts that we're encountering and that we have the privilege of being a part. Every hug, every cup of water, every tarp, you know, is going to lead somebody back to Jesus. And it's that it's that hope and help together, um, bringing the beginnings of restoration and healing. And um, it's just so cool to watch. Yeah. You know, another exciting thing that's happened through all this is just to see when we talk about that power of partnership, but the power of connectivity. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, we did Farmers to Families, which uh, Tamron, you were just a very instrumental part of in building those relationships with our our, um, our distributors and our growers uh, to be able for us to be able to call them and to call up uh, Melissa uh, from Produce Alliance Foundation and say, hey, listen, uh, can you get us some some fresh fruits and vegetables? I mean, when we gave those away. Uh, you would have thought we are giving the uh, the, the residents there, you know, a million dollars. Uh, you know, it's like yeah. it's like you, you couldn't put a price tag on it. But to see how uh, how we faithfully steward relationships, yeah, uh, in farmers to families, and to see now that we're able to reestablish those relationships um, yeah. and use them for this uh, disaster relief is really exciting. The other side to this, and we need to pray for Governor DeSantis as he manages and maneuvers uh, all the complexities of this uh, um, of this disaster. But the person he put in charge, tell me if this isn't an Esther moment. The I person that he taps to head up the disaster relief in the uh, human services department of the governor's office happens to be one, a dear friend of mine, but Kevin Smith, who was our faith director for FEMA and Homeland Security back during the uh, the Trump administration. And so uh, Kevin is resourcing us with, uh, with tractor trailer loads of, of, of food and MREs and tarps and you name it. He's just baby food, all this stuff that that we have uh, coming our way and that he's already sent our way. And so we're grateful. This is what we say here is that, you know, Dave says this best. I've heard him say it a thousand times. If God can get it through you, he'll get it to you. Those who are faithful in the little, he is going to make ruler over much. And so that really is our prayers. We end this uh, special a segment of uh, the uh, Influencers pod- Podcast is that we just want to say, listen, um, we're going to be faithful to what God has given to us. We are going to use these race resources and funnel these resources through the local church, the on-the-ground heroes in their community. They're going to take these resources. They're going to uh, uh, help people's needs, meet those needs, and then bring them to Jesus as a result of it. That really is what it's all about. And I just think it would be a great way to end this segment of the Influencers podcast by just praying for our fellow uh, Floridians, uh, 
praying for their leadership, the governor and his team, and then to uh, task God to move uh, in a very strong way. May the Holy Spirit of God and God, we pray right now that yes, your God. Holy Spirit would move upon people's hearts. Yes, God. We know that when we're vulnerable, when we're hurt, when we we have nowhere to go, uh, when we're on our backs and all we can do is look up, that you shine in these moments. Yes, God. And so, Father, I would ask, Lord, that you, God, that you would just move in a special way. Let people know, first of all, that you are there, that you care, that you love them. Yes, God. God, I pray, Lord, that your church, we hear the stories of the church mobilizing together, working in tandem with each other, uh, fulfilling your prayer, Jesus, in John 17 of being one as you and the Father are one. Yeah. We pray, God, that a revival would break out throughout the state of Florida. That were what Satan would have wanted used for bad, that you would turn it around for your glory and the good of all Floridians. Lord, continue to bring in resources. God, we know that the task is great and it is a long, this is a, a long-term project, Father. And it's going to take millions and millions of dollars. Yes, God. I pray, God, that you would bring as the as the the owner of every resource that this world has, we ask God that you would bring it in. So thank yes, you, Father, for the privilege to be your hands and feet. Thank you for the privilege uh, to be your light. Thank you for the privilege yes. to be able to help those in need. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, as we close, there are three things that I want you to do. The first is I want you to pray. There's nothing more powerful than prayer. Intercessors are needed all across the country to hone in on, on Florida. Pray. The second is to give. You go to cityserve.us to give. That would be great. And the third thing is serve. You can also go to cityserve.us and and there's a, a, a link on there uh, for you to press so that you could actually serve. We need able-bodied with strong backs and arms to, uh, to do a lot of work to help these beautiful people in Florida get back on their feet. Would you do that for us? Would you pray? Would you give? Would you serve? That's what we're doing. That's what we want you to do. Hey, listen, on behalf of Dave Donaldson and Scott Young, uh, this is Tamron, Tamron Foley and Todd Lanfear thanking you for tuning to this session of the Influencers Podcast. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.